Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 83, Softball. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play the fourth message from Brian Omelia. We last heard from Brian way back in Episode 36, Brian's Violin. In this week's message, Brian's roommate from 1989 inserts a comment in the background. But since I try not to play voices from the past unless I have their permission, her comments have been edited out. The message comes from the spring of 1989 and is about 35 seconds long. After it, we will hear Brian's response. Here we go. Oh, I really like that message. Uh, this is Brian. We're going to play softball at 2 o'clock. And uh, call Anjali, too. And why aren't you home right now? I mean, come on. Didn't you know we were going to play softball? <laughs> uh, yeah, hamster died. Mune killed it. No, no, no. He had a heat stroke. <laughs> I hope you make it out there, though. Bye. Yeah, I remember when she she left the cage in the sun or outside or something, and then she worked really hard. She tried to cool the hamster out. She even gave it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. She's like, no, I saved the hamster. I'm like, no, when you cooked it in the first place, you killed it. It had a heat stroke, and I remember seeing it, and I had a guinea pig. My mom did the same thing to a guinea pig back in the day. So I remember when you see these lethargic rodent pets that had gotten too hot, they're done. They'll breathe for about another three or four hours, and then they're just cooked in the head. Rodents don't do well in heat stroke. That's why they like to burrow in the ground, because they get cooked by the sun. So that's what we were talking about there. And we used to have some softball games we organized out at Promontory Point. So that's the other thing I'm talking about. You had agreed to come play softball, and you were like, you didn't always show up for those softball games. You were kind of here or there. We used to go out there, and uh, this guy Ted, I think his name was Ted Williams, (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of weird because he he always sort of wanted to be a Ted Williams-style baseball player, but he was just another University of Chicago nerd. Never uh, set the hit record in the majors. So And, yeah, there was Jaime Vasquez back at the time. Jaime was actually pretty athletic for somebody he never played any organized sports his entire life. What year did you uh, quit University of Chicago? would have been 89. No, I went through from 86 to 89. It would have been 90. It was my senior year. I started, and that's when my bicycle business was picking up. And then I really had so much bicycle business that I really couldn't study or even hardly go to classes. And I was making enough money that I could pay for my apartment. And then at the end of the quarter, I just told my parents, you know, I'm sorry, I wasted your money. 
you know, I didn't go to any of my classes. I flunked everything. And but I'm paying my rent and I've got my own business now. As I recall, you started out you would buy secondhand bikes, rebuild them and then sell them. I think it, originally I was re, just repair only and then I started get to get a, a certain people I was fixing flats for and then they started can you get a better bike for me so originally I was just fixing the bikes for my friends and then people started asking me because I tell them the bike they're asking me to fix like yeah this is the lower quality of bicycles and probably want a better bike if you're going to ride it all the time so tell me about that well the first thing was going to Maxwell Street but there was a lot on Maxwell Street was stolen, you know, and I tried to stay out of stolen bikes. <clears throat> but if you remember, I used to deal in the old three speeds. So that, those were just things that they were getting out of somebody's basement and putting it in their stand and selling it for like 10 bucks. And then I could turn around and put some tires on it, fix the flats, and sell it for like 100 but they were good bikes. They were old English three speeds. And I used to get the Austrians from Sears. Sears sold bikes from Austria, which was probably the original German Gestapo bike. And the English three speeds dated back to the uh, 40s. Horsehair seats, some of them had. And then people really liked them because they ran for a long time. <clears throat> they were a better product than... You know, yeah, if you spent 500 bike bucks, you could get a good bike at that time. But if you spent 100 bucks, you got a Huffy that just, you know, incinerates in about 500 miles. Brian's story about Ted Williams needs a few clarifications. I contacted Jaime Vasquez, and he notified me that the last name of the Ted who played softball, was Newman, not Williams. Brian later confirmed this. Also, although the Hall of Fame left fielder won many batting titles and maintains the all-time record for on-base percentage at a stunning 482, technically, Ted Williams never set a hit record. His best year was 1949, when he had 194 hits, but that year Stan Musial led the majors with 207 hits. At the same time, Ted Williams plays a surprising role in another part of Brian's story. In the 1940s, Williams began appearing in advertisements to endorse Sears products, and in 1960, Sears established a Ted Williams label that was used to brand sporting equipment, such as, of course, baseball gloves, but also fishing poles, BB guns, and, you guessed it, bicycles. These bikes were typically the 10-speed racing bikes, not the three-speeds that Brian refurbished, but like the three-speeds, they were built in Austria by Steyr Daimler Puch. 
As Brian suggests, this company made bikes as well as other military vehicles for the Nazis during World War II. Its factories employed slave labor from the Mauthausen concentration camp located 30 kilometers north of Steyr. The company's relationship to Sears started in the 1950s when they began selling Puch-branded motorcycles and mopeds for home delivery through the Sears catalog. Steyr Daimler Puch built bicycles for Sears throughout the 1960s. But during the 1970s, Huffy, located in Ohio, began building Sears-branded bikes. Huffy closed its last Ohio plant in 1998, and soon after moved all production to China, where most of the inexpensive bikes sold at Walmart, Target, or Sears are made today. All right, that's it for this week. Many thanks to Brian for sharing his memories. If you have memories to share, or any other comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.